My name is Austin Cox and I've lived a life of fear, self-loathing, withdrawal, and seclusion. 2021 specifically has taken the world I've imagined for myself and shattered it into the broken pieces my life currently finds itself in, but my spirit refuses to crumble. With this series, I'm planning on making fun of myself and learning to love all the weird idiosyncrasies that make me the lovable little crabby boy that I am. I refuse to let the darkness of my depression and anxiety erase the bright light that is my heart or dull the diamond-like gem that is my mind. I invite everyone willing to get to know me through these stories to laugh and cry with me along the way and maybe get to know yourself a little bit along the way as well. Each one of these little lists will be accompanied by opinions, memories, and a spoken version episode of my podcast, My Mired Musings. If at the end of the day this is for my own amusement and to keep my mind busy, so be it. But I hope you'll find a part of yourself within these stories as well. As I always say, in a cold and dark world, we are each other's warmth and light. For the first time in my life, I plan to be that light for myself first and give myself the love I give to others as we starts with me. In no particular order, this entry in my self-discovery series takes a look at a subject my nerdy little heart obsesses over a bit too much. D&D character classes. From about the age of 12, I've dabbled in Dungeons and Dragons with family and a few friends, and it has been a hugely beneficial tool in discovering who I am as a person and a writer. Be it pretending to cast magic spells or weaving dark tales of mystery or exploring the wilderness of a fantasy realm, these classes and the associated characters I'll talk about have transformed me into a much more open and receptive person. Wizards. I know I said in no particular order, but wizards are hands down my favorite class. I mean, who doesn't love a wizard? From Harry Potter to Gandalf to Natsu Dragneel to my very own Sayala Halicianos, wizards are dope. I'm not sure what the original inspiration was, but as a child I was even a wizard for Halloween three years in a row, starting in first grade. The concept of studying magic and making the world what you wanted by manipulating the laws of reality was all I wanted for my life, and as an adult I carry these characters near and dear to my heart. There have been countless moments in my life where I wish I could cast a spell and change the circumstances surrounding me, which I think is partially why I fell into writing. There's nothing more magical than being able to express yourself through words and tell a story that you shape entirely on your own. Rogues. Rogues are a classic staple for any fantasy genre. Be it a daring pirate, a deadly assassin, or a cunning thief, rogues are simply cool as hell. Dungeons & Dragons has produced several editions and iterations of the iconic tabletop role-playing game, TTRPG, and the most recent, known as 5th edition or 5e, has been the most successful and universally received since the game's introduction in the mid-70s. When I fell back into it due to an ex's friend group putting a game together, I was hesitant to get back into it, not having played since a young teen with my family, and the class that I knew I wanted to play, and fell for instantly as soon as I started reading, was the Rogue. I was thrilled to play a dagger-throwing assassin, and nothing makes you feel more powerful as a nerd than rolling the inordinate amount of dice that comes with a critical sneak attack. Though we played only a handful of games before the X and I broke up, and Soren the Tent with his returning dagger, goggles of dark vision, and Cloak of the Bat will always hold a special place in my heart as the coolest of Batman. Rangers. So I was never a huge fan of Legolas myself as a kid, but I distinctly remember my great aunt and cousin obsessing over Orlando Bloom, and I thought it was so cool how two people I looked up to idolized the character. The ability to track, keep watch, and of course notch loose arrows across the battlefield wasn't nearly as neat as the spellcasting Gandalf, but as I grew up and learned more about what rangers actually were, I fell in love. 
once I started playing Dungeons and Dragons Online, or DDO, after my family stopped playing the TTRPG, the first character I made was a ranger who combined two of the coolest features of fantasy combat, magic and archery. She used magic to infuse her arrows with powerful enchantments that could do all sorts of cool things, and from then on, rangers became the most badass characters in any form they would present themselves. Katniss Everdeen from The Hunger Games, Vexalia from Critical Role, or Cadence from one of the first games I ran as a DM myself for 5e, you give me a strong lady with a bow, and I'm all in. Clerics. Alright, I am by no means a religious man, but hell if I wouldn't be if faith could bestow upon me the powers that clerics possess. Depending on the god they worship, clerics can be powerful healers or unstoppable forces of destruction. Priests in real life are creepy and have a lot of negative connotations, at least from my viewpoint, but fantasy holy folks are the coolest. I mean, what's better than being able to roll up with essentially a bible and a cross and blow up a bad guy? Oh yeah, nothing. Granted, not every cleric is a devoted healer like Caduceus Clay from Critical Role, and some have a darker side like Melisandre from Game of Thrones, but still, being able to invoke the power of a god in any capacity is kind of awesome. Bards. Oh man, where do I start with these little typhoons of chaos incarnate? Bards are great. I've heard so many people hate on them and it makes me a little salty as I find myself, and every writer in the world, to be a bard of some sort. Shakespeare himself was called the Bard, as the term originally meant a friend who likes to write poetry, and I feel anyone who has a passion for telling stories is a bard. Jacks of all trades, bards in D&D are simply beautiful. One turn they can get the entire table laughing with some ridiculous line to heal an ally or hamper a foe, and the next they can have everyone scared for their own lives as they release some devastating force of magic. Two of my most prolific characters from Brionis are bards. One, Miss Raspberry Rose, represents one of the largest world concepts being the idea of transvisibility in Rionis, known as Rionins. The other, Kosha Kaliwump, is a member of an organization that the very foundation of Rionis was built around, the Shaded Coalition, and is a metaphorical representation of my depression and anxiety. I love these characters more than anything else I have created and have them to thank for my life being where it is today. I may not be a performer on a grand stage, but I love telling my stories and will forever be a proud bard myself. Hey you! Yeah, you! Did you know I'm an ambassador for Vocal now? If you're a storyteller and want to publish your work and get paid for it, follow the link in the description of this episode to sign up for Vocal Plus today. It really helps me out and I can't wait to read your work. Hey there, it's me Austin here thanking you again for trekking through this mired musing. I hope you enjoyed it, and if you have any comments, concerns, or critiques, feel free to email me at austin underscore cox12 at yahoo.com, or follow my Instagram, austin with three underscores, cox. I'd love to hear your story and interact with you in any way you're comfortable. Thanks again for listening, and as always, mmm, there's nothing quite as tasty as a good story.